welcome to the latest episode of the Believe in Review podcast. Uh, got a bit of a packed show today. We've got this. I'm feeling a bit um, claustrophobic. Uh, we, yeah, there's uh, myself, David, uh, Darren, Lindsay, and Laura, as, as usual. How fast was that rushing through us? We've become one person, yeah, everybody. <laughs> uh, but we're also joined to, tonight by uh, Mr. Damien Beedon himself. Hello, good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Damo. Do you have a speech prepared, Damo? I don't. Oh. Disappointing. Yeah. Disappointing. But yeah, we've uh, dragged him along to uh, join in the fun. And we're missing Andy Murray for this podcast. Because yes. we're missing Andy Murray. I was like, Andy Murray was going to come. That's awesome. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, let's jump straight into it. Uh, as usual, we'll start off with some news. Uh, has anyone got anything exciting they want to talk about? Sit around rubbing their hands. We've all got something exciting. <laughs> I don't. I'm not going to lie. Of well, no, wake, woke up on Monday morning to discover that Daniel Craig and Rachel, Raquel, whatever, Vice, randomly got married. Yeah. It's just like, you are, we are, we've all got our own little sick. You are heat I magazine. Of my this gossip. Thing, <laughs> I'm not ashamed to admit I like my gossip, but they're well hot as well. Um, but it's just really, because I thought he was with, I thought he really had a woman and he obviously divorced from Aronofsky last year and it's like, fucking hell. Thinking she's still a black swan, I, mean, I can't be with it being that. <laughs> He's evidently doing things in nasty woman. I don't know. Maybe, um, maybe she realised that she he may be in the fountain, which I haven't seen, but I've heard is terrible. It's amazing. Don't listen to it. Who's invited Damien? Because the fountain <laughs> is so bad. Um, but yeah, a little bit of Hollywood trash. A new Hollywood power couple. That's which like is quite it. exciting, I know. Power couple. Yeah. Screw you. C-list wise and soon to be C-list Craig. I don't know. He looks like Girl with a Dragon Tattoo looks pretty decent. Mm, Is he another Bond? Yeah, just come. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that is Sam Mendes still directing? Yeah, that? he is definitely directing. Yeah. Now. I'm, I'm intrigued. But, um, yeah, but what? I mean, what has he done? Oh, where we go is fucking shockingly bad. Was yeah, that with Josh Clooney? To be honest, I've missed Josh Clooney. No, it's Ocean's Eleven. To be honest, I've missed his last few. And then what else? Did he do Revolutionary Road? Yeah, he did Revolutionary Road. That was the one that broke him all up. It's and always um, a Road to Perdition, which is all right. Yeah, I guess he's not brilliant, but still. I'm beauty. I'm actually it's, psycho. It's still an, it's a bit of a different choice for a Bond film, though. I don't know. No, I'm I think intrigued. it's interesting, but yeah, I'm not yeah. saying I'm excited, but interesting. Well, he did a director to show the um, Vic, old oh, Vic, didn't he recently? Yeah, yeah he did. You went to see him last week. Yeah. How was Mendes' work? Yeah, it's very good. Very minimalist. Is it? Yeah, it's good. But it's good. Him and Spacey bumming it up again with the old Vic. Was there any over-the-top action scenes in product placement in the play? Any more news that's, um, not, not, that's more... Uh, I've, uh, somebody's died. And oh, God, yay! Come on, Dave! Is I always have to bring Rodriguez? up something. It's, uh, no. One day, one day. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 basically, Dave, every bit of news, Dave is always talking about somebody's Someone's dead. dead. Someone's always somebody always about. dies in time so for Dave. So who bit the bullet this time, Dave? It's actually Peter Falk, Columbo himself. Oh, Wangy I didn't eye. see that. And was, was that ever made into a film? Though? No, not no. really. But to be fair, he is actually quite an underrated actor. Yeah, he's, he's in Princess Bride. As yeah, as you say, he's in Princess Bride. What do you reckon? What do you reckon he said just before he died? Oh, what's the? I forgot <laughs> the first yeah, thing. You know. I know what you mean. One more thing. Exactly. Yeah, that's the one. But um, right, that's Damo. It's only reason we got him. <laughs> no, but to be fair, I think uh, people obviously know him from Columbo, and he's in like Princess Bride. But he's also he in quite off? a few, um, possibly. But he's in, he is in some pretty decent sort of indie classics. He's in A Woman Under the Influence, which is an amazing film, uh, by John Cassavetes. That's the story of my upbringing. He's also in Wings of Desire, <laughs> uh, playing himself, which is... Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. So he has been in, yeah, he's, he's, he's been in some 
some pretty. Puts me in the same decent. group as Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> yeah. How that had happened? Isn't John Cassavetes' husband as well? But I've not seen that. But it's supposed to be very good from what I've heard. John Cassavetes' husband, what, like a gay drama. Yeah, he was his husband. No, he wasn't. Really. Yeah, and but, buried uh, him in his Mac. That's Columbo, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Buried him in his Mac. So um, probably. Yeah. So <laughs> sold it on eBay. Dead, but. Uh, <laughs> dead. <laughs> Moving on. Done. Moving on. Uh, can I have another little bit? Yeah, of, news? of course you can. Um, yeah, Toy Story Four. Tom Hanks in an interview is drops. A hint that well more than a hint he, he sounded pretty certain that they're doing Toy Story 4 which is a surprise everyone sort of after Toy Story 3 it, it sounded they were like oh no this is it this is it and and yeah. the, the story wraps it up so wraps itself up so nicely it's yeah I'm I'm, I'm a bit like mm, I love Toy Story 3 I loved it but four yeah. mm, no do we need it? he didn't if you actually that since it's actually come out that you just said that the the, the thinking about it that like, you know oh, okay. That rather than it's definitely going to happen, it's like they are thinking about it. But of course they would, without the amount of money it took. <clears throat> yeah, sure. How long but does it take them to make them? Because that's a big difference. If another one comes out next year, is our own. Oh, wouldn't it was impossible. No, it takes a really long time. Yeah, don't they? three, four years. Mm. Well, what? Next year's Brave. Yeah, after that, Monsters Inc. 2. Yeah. Uh, they're making Monsters Inc. 2. Monsters yeah. When Universe did I miss this? Right. It's, it's a prequel, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a bit it's a worrying. Yeah. Ooh. And Cars 2 has been getting pretty slated, to be honest. Yeah. Although I didn't realise it was like a couple of animals. Yeah. poster where they're in Japan. Got loads yeah. of like racist gags in it. Like, oh, really? Well, a little bit, I think. We are tiny. Well, not really, but it's all the stereotypes. Yeah. It's quite comedy, really. Although we had loads of stereotypes in the first one, you know. First one was like, shit. Tater. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. He was Mater. Mater. Fucking Tater. Fuck Let's hope they don't, to be honest. Yeah, yeah they need to end. They don't need it. You want, you want to be left wanting more, not yeah. given crap. Yeah. Bring That's a, a secret. Bring something new out. I have news. Um, you I don't. Well, gonna <laughs> <laughs> say, is it is it appropriate for this podcast? <laughs> no, um, it's that uh, I read yesterday that um, Alice Cooper is going to be having a cameo in the new Tim Burton film Dark. Is it Dark Shadows? <laughs> yeah, have I got that um, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm quite excited about that. Is that Alice because Depp and Johnny Depp ended up on stage with them? In London, like three days ago, it was on the news with Johnny Depp. I don't know that's the reason, but what's, pe- what's particularly exciting about it is that um, this is like, I don't know how many hundred years old, but a, a vampire that sort of reappeared in the 1970s and almost like joins this kind of bandwagon of crazy rockers because they sort of represent the vampire edge. What it oh, okay. What's film, what film is this? Is it Dark Shadows. Shadows. It's actually a TV it show. It was a TV oh, show. okay. I've not heard about this. Mm. Does it look any good? Nothing on it. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, you can't find anything on it. Apart from <laughs> that, which... You, oh, God. It's Johnny Depp in it. He's had them on the car in it. Yeah. Bit of, mm. you know, Alan Rickman, maybe? Chuck him in a bit. Timothy Spalls. Yeah. Christopher Lee, this is right. <laughs> oh, don't say that. The next podcast be back could be our announcement. We talked about that before, didn't we? He's <laughs> so late. frail. Yeah. Cool. Freeze time. Or just freeze him. <gasps> but cryogenics <laughs> is the way forward. Any more? Anybody have anything to add? No, not really. Cool. Well, moving on. Well, it's a bit of a segue to uh, something we talked about a couple of minutes ago. Smooth. <laughs> um, Effortless. In terms of trailers and films we're excited about seeing... Um, <laughs> I actually saw the uh, no 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 no, but I, I saw Pixar's latest trailer for Brave. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that. Yeah, um, it's a, it's a teaser, so it doesn't give a lot away. But did it tease you, Dave? It what looks it? it looks pretty. It looks right. pretty action. It looks action actiony. Action it was ginger chicken. It. Yeah. 
It's a, it's a human film. It's not like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks, to be honest, it looks like Braveheart meets um, Mulan or something like that. Yeah, um, with a bit of Little Red Riding Hood in there. Yeah, a bit of Little Red Riding Hood in there. It's, it, it, I'm intrigued. It looks, it looks interesting. Um, and as we said before, Pixar's starting to get a bit lazy. There's a lot of sequels thrown around. And, and for me, to see something a bit more original, something a little bit different than... Yeah, it looks a bit weird because the sort of yeah. design of it is like she's like an, almost like straight out of the Incredibles in yeah. terms of her design, but then the rest of it's quite gothic and quite, quite realistic <clears> and quite dark in tone. So for me, she, when she turned maybe up, that's it. it. She's weird. out of if she's but that, that maybe that's the point that she's out of where she's supposed to be and mm. find her way back or somewhere. Mm. Yeah. She doesn't belong in the world she's that she's in. She or... Not that she doesn't belong in the world, she doesn't belong in the film. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe they, she, they copied across oh, the long drawings. Like yeah, but yeah, she's but... got to find a way out of the film. Yeah, I don't think it's interesting. Yeah, but that, um, that's a trailer I've seen that's peaked my interest. <laughs> so, I saw one today that peaked my interest. It was um, Three Musketeers. Oh, yeah. Paul W.S. Anderson. Oh, I've got to say, I think I've seen a trailer for that, but it wasn't a Paul W.S. Anderson film. Yeah, there's else. Nice Obviously... Is that why he calls himself Paul what? W. S. Anderson? Well, because of P.T. Anderson. Oh, 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 okay. I wonder if they came to some kind of pact. Told. It's what? Like, somebody's Paul the W. S. Anderson and Paul T. Anderson. I get mixed up now. Which is the shit one? Paul W. S. Anderson. <laughs> oh, Which Paul W. S. Yeah. Anderson's the shit one. Oh, okay, maybe I have seen the trailer for that. Yeah. <laughs> I have seen the trailer yeah, for that. he's the shit it one. It didn't pique my interest. It made me want to vomit. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. know. It didn't, oh, look as, awful. it didn't look as bad as his other stuff. Who's, who's oh, in I don't it? know. Who's in it? Um, Orlando Bloom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. But the thing is, he didn't look that bad in it, actually. That's worrying. If Orlando Bloom well, if he stands out, you're in trouble. Yeah, it looks... Yeah. Same bollocks, you know, slow-mo every fucking three seconds. Well, I thought, yeah. No, to know. be fair, there's not that much... I mean, Super 8's probably the thing that I'm most excited about. Yeah, Project I Project Nim, that but... Trailer, you know, but that trailer that makes that film look amazing. There's not that much... I've seen no, no trailers that I think, mm, free of life. Tree of Life is an amazing trailer, I can't wait for that. Uh, the Brad Pitt one. Yeah, it's almost in the Life in a Day trailer. I'm intrigued yeah, by that. Yeah. That was my other choice, yeah. but. It's, yeah. Well, it, it, the trailer. Like the battle the of trailer kind, Yeah, the trailer kind of shows you exactly what you'd expect yeah. it to, which is a number of clips yeah. from around the world. Um, and I, I like the idea, I really like the idea, yeah. but I'm, I'm very concerned about the way that it's framed because mm. I think kind of comes across as pretentious yeah. like it's very, very easy it's very pretentious. pretty oh, I like the idea it's um, an idea I'm sure has probably been done before but unfortunately I reckon you know a lot well a lot of it is going to be forced because yeah. people were doing it for that yeah. purpose yeah. To get that's, to what, that's why I think it's a shit idea because people are going to be like 15 minutes of fame <laughs> yeah. opportunity if they just yeah. taken yeah, loads of clips from YouTube like, that might be, be different but can we go back a stage what's the idea oh, yeah. the idea is, um, is that Kevin McDonald did this competition well, not composition, but he wanted to make a documentary about a day in the life of everybody in the world. So he said anybody can record a minute of the footage and put it on YouTube, and they'll look through every oh single minute day. and then make a film out of it. And make a whole day out of it, or so then he's basically in a piece together. But it's it, but the thing is, I, what I hate about stuff like that is that the artifice it's so constructed anyway. It's almost. Fucking pointless. I just don't. Yeah. It's so gimmicky. I don't know. It is. Not seen it. Or are you just talking about the trailer? We're talking about the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean, but I don't know. There's still something about it. I do like the idea of just seeing this sort of collage. I don't know. I'm quite just, and it does look pretty from the from the from the trailer. I mean, these days with 
uh, DSLRs as good as they are, that people can make things look gorgeous very cheaply, very easily. So it's going it, to... I don't know. But I guess that is part of the... I mean, but, this is, but that's the problem. Yeah, it looks so yeah. good. It's, all it is is these amateur fucking filmmakers and photographers trying to get some, you know, some kind of Fabulous moment. Kind. It's, so it's not... You know, it's I'm not sure there are elements of real people... Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I'm worried that it's just going to be so artificial. It's just as yeah. constructed as any other film. It's just yeah. constructed by a lot of It will of be people. anyway, even documentaries now. But it's almost yeah. like, but that's the point, that we're seeing the slice of life kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I like the idea of just seeing the whole world. I don't know. It is. I know what you world. mean. I know what you mean. But, um, we'll Google Earth. I'm still intrigued. <laughs> I'll, I'll be watching it. I'll be watching it for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm there. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm a bit very dubious. That's right. Dubious. <laughs> oh man, the um, I had to close my eyes in the cinema last night watching the Transformers trailer. It's so like, it just spins and it's like, you don't know where the robots end, the buildings begin, there's, you know, Shia LaBeouf acting his socks off at what I think might be a Barbie doll. I'm not quite sure. She's just, uh, what? He's like holding her face and going, it's going to be okay. And she's just Wait like, but yeah, and it's just, I don't know, there's this bit where they like, the robot comes around the bottom of the skyscraper and like rips it in half and it's just like, I'm so bored. I'm so bored of you giant fighting robots. Why are you still making giant fighting robot films? Because it made four hundred million dollars last time. So. Oh, and it made more than that. Well, right, in, a, in America yeah. alone. Yeah. And I guess they're the winners, and I'm the idiot. But, but, yeah. well, I don't know about that, but but yeah, it made me feel really queasy in that kind of. You can't make I dread to think what it looks yeah. like in three D. Actually, that's what's it's really incredible. Yeah, but, but it's so fast. All the reviews, fast moving stuff in three D. Not 3D the film. In the three D, is meant to be incredible. Oh, right. just the the, t- the as in it's meant to be like the technology type yeah. stuff. Yeah, as in it looks oh, amazing. Okay. People, I mean, to be fair, it's been getting relatively. It's been getting some all right reviews. It's had some awful ones, but people are always just always going to slay it. Like it all. Like people Mark like Damo, whatever yeah. it's like. Is have, hate it. have you seen Matt Kermode's review at the minute? It's just him slamming his head against the wall. Brilliant. Yeah, but that film could have been fucking entertaining if he'd have done that. Yeah, yeah. That's True. the thing. It doesn't I mean, have to be anywhere. They just yeah. as somebody else has given it. He's just sort of renowned. It's just so what. Whatever it was like, he was going to hate it. Whatever it was like, yeah. it's that obnoxious. Okay. Right. <laughs> and stubborn. Yeah, the Transformers cool. trailer. I'm, I'm kind of intrigued. I think it looks alright. I think the trailer looks really? alright. From mine was all the trailer looks alright. Yeah. Yeah, but there's not going to be any of that. Yeah. He is supposed to be. The, it sounds so as though Michael Bay is trying his hardest to make it better than the last one, but that's not difficult. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. The second one was atrocious. Awful. Awful. But yeah, anyone else seen any trailers that ever. Nothing new and exciting. I only ever really watched trailers in the cinema, so we've already talked about them. Oh, then you watch the same one though. Brilliant Super 8. Yeah. Super 8 trailer is brilliant. Um, <laughs> and yeah, the cheeky little scene it from Dave there. You have to try and tell us about it without. Is it worth seeing? It could. We could segue into reviews unless anyone wants to see Yeah, we could point out segues as well. We, like, we know I like it when we do that. <laughs> but easy with no. Um, is it good, Dave? It is, it is very good. I, I well, enjoyed it a lot. What was the tinge of disappointment, though? As in, yeah. it's incredible. You can tell. Um, the, what I found was, and I'm doing my best not to spoil anything, um, I, I, I really enjoyed the film a lot. It was, it's just, it's just my sort of thing all the way. Um, it, it's, the most of the film is just build-up. It's, um, it's just very, it's, it is surprisingly slow. There's not that many, for J.J. Abrams, there's not that many action set pieces or anything like that. It's mainly build-up, 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 and, and all the, it's mainly about the kids and the characters. There's a lot of characters in there, and um, but the only thing for me, the ending is a bit of a letdown. It is a bit schmaltzy. It's a bit of a letdown. But the rest of it was so good. I sort of didn't care. It's like yeah, whatever. Stuff happened at the end. Whatever. I'm, I'm there. 
And uh, I did really enjoy it quite a lot. It's it, it gets the balance right for me. I know some people have disagreed, but and it's it's an obvious homage to like homage, what have you pronounced that word? Um, to um, to sort of Amblin's films. It's a close. Enc- <laughs> it's very much. It's very similar. It's more similar to Close Encounters, I think, than some of the. Oh, other I thought that went off films. the trailer. I yeah, think. it's very it's Close Encounters. But with no, kids, no, that's what I love it. yeah, it's like Close Encounters. I guess meets ET in terms of you focusing on the kids most of the time, um, and for me, it didn't feel like like the Grindhouse films or something like that, where it's all n- nudge, nudge, wink, wink. All look what we're doing. It just felt like one of those films, um, and yeah. it worked for me in that way. And and that's what sold it. I was like, I, it felt like I was watching a movie from the eighties or the, the late seventies, and I just I just yeah. really enjoyed it. It wasn't a film paying homage. But the the end, I think the end can put some people off. It's a bit like mm, it's a bit a bit saccharine. Does but ET come back? <laughs> I'm not saying anything, but it's um, but it it's still I loved it. Uh, no. Uh, is it as is sure? it when you say it's like similar to all those sort of eighties kind of family blockbusters that we love and we mm. think are better than anything? Is yeah, it as good as them or is it pale imitation? Um, I think it's as good as a lot of them. I it's not as good as like Close Encounters or something like that at all. But um, eighties blockbuster. But it stands it stands up in there. It stands. <laughs> yeah, to me, I I did really really enjoy it. Did better than ET. <gasps> I keep changing my mind about E.T. I don't like it, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Sometimes what is wrong I'm with E.T.? I'm not a big fan of E.T. It, it, so, no, let, let's no, what is wrong with E.T.? It's nowhere near... There's tons of walkie-talkies. Yeah. It's nowhere near as schmaltzy as E.T., even though the ending's e. a bit... E.T.'s amazing. The thing is, I didn't watch it when I was really young. Oh, OK. No, so you and then when I watched it, I was like... On a loop for at least a year until the video ran out when we were little, and it was... it was Ran out? Well, you know, they wear out. They can rewind it. <laughs> the videos run out, Mum. Oh, that's it. That's in the bin now. And um, I can't yeah. believe you're What's wrong with you people? But I, I friends, usually, but... yeah, I, I like ET, but not always love it. Sometimes I need to be in the right mood because it is pretty. Yeah. When he gets drunk, he's <laughs> but it's it, it, no, it, it is. As I say, it's a bit more close encounters than ET. Um, but it's good. Again, it's it's one of those films that just it just draws you in with sort of really solid characters. The kids are really good in it. Um, is it little, it's another fanning, isn't it? Yeah, um, she, she's very good in it. Um, I can't remember the names of the other kids. But they're all decent. Oh, is that a little sister? Yeah. Yeah, Elle Fanning. She's the one in Somewhere. Um, yeah, so she's she's a decent actress um, for the kids. But yeah, anyway. Uh, but yeah, as I said, it really draws you in. The story's very engaging, even though it's sort of fairly slow and there's not loads going on. There's a sort of a, the sub-story of them making their little film I, I really liked. I, I think just obviously... Harking back to what I do and what I did as a kid and stuff like that, and uh, but yeah, it's just well, really enjoyable. Yeah, <laughs> it's just <laughs> the, uh, there's a the only other minor complaint um, that some people I've heard some some other people bring up, and yeah, I sort of agree is when there are action set pieces, they're a bit over the top, considering the rest of the film's quite subtle. Um, like without, I'm not giving anything away because you see it in the trailer, but the train crash, the train crash is impressive, but it goes on forever and it's ridiculously firing. It's like Whoa! It's like what the hell's going on? So that's a bit over the top. Um, but away from the action scenes, away from the finale, which is a bit, bit disappointing. It, it is just a real solid, sort of engaging, fun sort of blockbuster, and I definitely recommend it. Awesome. When's it actually come out over here? It's not out to like first it's week in August. It's unusual to have that. a yeah. big, this big a difference between. Uh, yeah. Normally, it's they very come rare. At the same time because of pirates. Yeah. I wonder That's if it's actual pirates. Like yeah. Well, and as and as well, I think in 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 the past, um, they used to share prints. They used to get the American prints. Oh, okay. um, 
but these days with digital prints and stuff, and it's not not as big of an issue. Um, but yeah, I don't know why. I don't know if maybe it's again harking back to the eighties or whatever. We have to wait to watch it, but um, I don't know. It's weird, but it's worth watching. It's well worth watching. I can see why some people might be a little bit disappointed with it, but I was I was there all the way. I loved it. Do you get any of the cheeky previews by being in America? I watched another film. I don't know if it's a cheeky preview, but when I was there on my honeymoon, by the way, um, in America. So obviously, when you're on your honeymoon, you go to the movies all the time. Sorry, lady, save the table. <laughs> but um, and yeah, obviously on my honeymoon, nice romantic time. Uh, we decided to watch a really depressing documentary about uh, drunkies. So uh, drunkies, <laughs> junkies. Oh, junkies. Was it junkies? But no, um, like Kenny Tubbs does. Like the talkies. Yeah. Let's go and see the drunkies. But yeah, my uh, <laughs> my wife's uh, very patriotic Finn. And uh, when, we were in, when we were there, we noticed at MoMA, um, in New, we went to New York, uh, they had a Finnish documentary festival when we were in, in New York. Is that? So she it's like, knew. Yeah, she, she, she books the flights for that thing. <laughs> so we had to go and see something, and they were showing reindeer spotting, which is... Uh, so I'm guessing it's not about reindeer spotting then? No, nothing at all. There, there, there is, there, so cute. There's a reindeer oh, in it, does. but um, it's... There's it's, a reindeer in it. It's a bit of a... It, it's, <laughs> There's been a, quite a bit of buzz about it on the sort of documentary film festival circuit, which obviously isn't 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 where all the cool kids hang out. But um, uh, but what what it is basically it is a filmmaker was is friends with this guy who's uh, addicted to drugs. Uh, he's basically addicted to something called uh, what's it called? No, Subutex or something like that. I've probably said it wrong. But it's, it's kids calling if you know. Yeah, what what it what it is? It's basically a drug that was uh, introduced to get people off heroin. Um, it's a bit like methadone. It's like it's supposed to wean people off heroin, but basically what's happened in, in a lot of countries, especially Finland, because according to the director afterwards, I'll, I'll talk about that later, um, heroin's very difficult to get hold of in, in Finland, like even more difficult than other countries. Because you lose it in the snow. <laughs> because because it's, it's a remote country. And, heroin brown. And I don't know, but for some reason the, the trade black market sort of Roots don't go through Finland, so they struggle. So instead, they they all take this Subutex drug, which is actually legal in all a lot of countries. Them. Like every everyone, everyone in Finland. Finland. No, uh, obviously not. But um, <laughs> they take this instead. Um, this better be going somewhere then. Yeah, sorry, but anyway, it's, it's, <laughs> this guy basically just filmed his friend um, for a few years, just basically fucked up on drugs. And <laughs> good mate. it's yeah. there's it's a weird film. It's it's, it's there's not that much of a structure or narrative to it. I mean, there is. He does sort of, um, he travels off to Europe and sort of get away from Finland because he's really struggling. And he's, he's, he lives up north in Finland as well, in Rovaniemi, which is really, like, remote um, up in Lapland. And uh, and it's just... It's really difficult to watch. It's a brutal film. It's It doesn't try to um, moralise or anything. It doesn't try and bring up any issues. Uh, there's some things in there that are interesting, but it doesn't... Push them like, like for instance, the fact that that Subutex or whatever it's called is like legal, totally legal in I think it was in France and Spain or something like that that it goes to later, and um, and the fact that they give this out to drug addicts to get off heroin, but as you can see in the film, it's clearly got just as bad as heroin. It still fucks people up, still fucks up their lives, um, and that, that those elements are interesting, but it doesn't necessarily sort of focus on those, it is mainly just about this guy and just how how sort of fucked up everything is. So it's it's really pressing, it's really hard to watch. 
it is blackly funny at times. Some of the some of the things that happen to him are just you can't help but laugh because it's just bizarre. But um, yeah, so it's not an easy film to recommend. It's like it, I struggle to watch it. I was like, fuck, what what am I doing here? I'm on holiday. <laughs> Stop. But um, but it's 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 powerful and it's interesting and it's probably the most like frank, um, open sort of film I've seen about drugs. Um, because because I mean the, the director himself was taking the drug himself and he's just there with this guy just just following his life. Um, so it just makes quite an interesting watch. What was more interesting though for me was the director and the editor were actually there at the film festival. And they came in at the end to do a Q&A, and one of the questions was like... Are you um, smacked up now? <laughs> well, pretty much, the, one of the questions was, uh, how does it feel watching the film now, back after... Because the guy actually died. Not, uh, it's not mentioned in the film, he died after the film was released. Um, but it's like, oh, what's it like watching it now? And the director goes, oh, um, I don't know, I, don't, I didn't sit and watch it. I've been in the, I've been in the toilet shooting up Subutex. And, and, and people giggled thinking he was taking the piss. Then like five minutes later, you realise, no, this guy's just taking a lot of drugs. So he was basically fucked off his face doing this Q and A for like an hour. Sounds like a cunt. But it was, <laughs> it, it, but it made it quite interesting. It was, and he was because it made him even more open about what he was talking about and about about the drug and about the issues it's got and stuff. And uh, it was it was fascinating. It, it was almost it was a bit cringeworthy at times to watch because he just uh, he just kept rambling off on one because it's just he's fucked up on everyone oh, basically. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, yeah. I wish I had watched that film. God, it was hard, but no, anyway. But it was, um, it, it made for an interesting day out on the honeymoon. Uh, it sounds ridiculous. It yeah. sounds like Dave and Anna's day out. It sounds like a stupid film with two smackheads just happened to have a fucking camera. Well, there was, um, and then he sounds, it just sounds like yeah. But it does work as a film when you watch it. I mean, it, it is powerful and it's. I imagine it's intriguing. Yeah, it is intriguing. And, and because the guy wasn't trying to force any messages down your throat because he's a drug addict himself. It, it, it's a bit more honest and you can watch it and say, okay, maybe you don't think there's a problem with this, but look, yeah. look at what's going but on. It's got it's, no structure for that. Yeah. There, was, there was that girl it, that died recently yeah. who was like employed to make a film about Pete Doherty and he basically got her into heroin and now she died and she took an overdose and she died. Mm. But, and there's loads we, of footage of him. We, just, just a, it's an easy spiral to get into and I think she dabbled before, but, but then I guess her film will never get seen yeah. because she's dead. Dead. But, yeah, sure. it's very depressing. Yeah. Drugs are bad. Drugs, drugs are bad. bad. <laughs> Says bleeping review. <laughs> yeah, but then there's other ways to kill yourself. <laughs> you don't, it doesn't have to just be drugs. You can drive yourself into a wall. Look at that. <laughs> Effortless. Although that's just, yeah, that, that was... You just ruined it. It was a sad film. Didn't upset me nearly as much as I thought it would, actually. It was Not hard to watch, but I didn't like... Oh, Do you want to explain what you're talking about? Senna. Actually, Sorry. Not everyone Senna. knows the ending, by the way, apparently. So, uh, well, you didn't. You see, apparently, you didn't know the yeah. ending. Oh, that he dies? Yeah. 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 Well, he's kind of... I, I thought everything... Oh, does it actually build no, up to that? Does he just show it straight away? No, no, no. no, no, it, no. It, it's basically... It's more... The film is more of a celebration of kind of Senna's <clears throat> career. And, and his, it's a documentary about Senna that happens to end with the fact that... Mm. Well, it ends dies. when he dies. Can't it really ends carry on after yeah, that. Yeah, that's it. And they don't really do much posturing afterwards. There's a bit of footage about them taking the body home to be filled but it does end there and then and, and they don't really make a massive deal out of it they make yeah. more of a deal about how um, you know the number of times he got messed over by what's his face but no really really good mm-hmm. film it felt in places entirely kind of like directed I, just, I don't know where they got all their footage <clears> from but in places it felt 
massively. Mm. Like it was like we were talking about this earlier, all the scenes in the um the driver's room where they're like they're making conflict, which it's like, did you guys if this guy wasn't dead, I'd think that you'd stage this entire thing. And I guess some of it is documentary footage that was taken at the time. But it is just it's brilliant. It's really, 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 really good film. I think all of it was documentary footage that was yeah. taken at the time. Yeah, honest. no, I know. But I mean I in terms of No, no, I mean in terms yeah. of um actual footage made for documentaries as opposed to just yeah, documenting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see, They're yeah. just happening to be a camera like because there's obviously mm. the home video footage and yeah, the race footage time, and yeah. the but yeah. But it was it was exciting and it had it did the, did the same thing to me that United ninety three did that I knew where it was going mm. and I really didn't want it to go there and it was just you really? still yeah, really okay. kind of like I felt especially when we were getting nearer and the, the, it was getting later when we were starting in the nineties and I was just yeah. like oh this is just this, this doesn't I know this doesn't end well just mm. know this doesn't end well and then they're like you know little did they know neither of them would be on the podium ever again and it's just like oh so heartbreaking. But yeah, I didn't find it heartbreaking at all, really. Maybe this is where my heart It's kind of tragic. I just didn't. I just. I thought it was an amazing film, but I didn't really. The ending was, was quite. Maybe it's because you know and stuff like that, but I don't mm. know. I just didn't. Although it you didn't also, have much of an impact on me. You also said you thought it might have been because the other guy died the day before. Because it was an. Yeah, I think. I did think that weakened it. That was worse than. Yeah, you know, and, and, and yeah, it did, because obviously you've, you've just been exposed to death. Somebody's died. That's horrific. You know, for me, it's almost. You shouldn't be more horrified. But this is about Senna dying because it's called Senna. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's hor- you know, two, two people died. Yeah. It's horrific. Yeah. We've already been exposed to the horror. You tell us somebody else died, we're not gonna, it's not going to have as much impact. And I yeah. think it definitely had that effect on me. And I actually didn't know Roland Rat and Roland Rat <laughs> died. I, I just forgot completely. Like two days before. The day before. Yeah. I didn't yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Rat. Roland Ratzenberger. Yeah. Is it Bats Ratzenberger? Yeah. And it yeah. wasn't long before that that um, the other guy who's not Donnelly died yeah yeah not yeah not Donnelly um, well Martin Donnelly died as well yeah but the guy who's he's, he's, he's since become really big really young and he, he'd had an accident as well oh so the guy that you saw him I can't remember his name what is his name it was, you saw him in an interview with Ed and Senna and he was I very young oh you've time, been Barry Bar- Bar- yeah, Keller yeah, yeah that's it we've been Barry Keller yeah so um, it wasn't long name. before that that he'd had quite a dramatic accident yeah so I was thinking in a way it was it sort of lessened the impact of fuck he's died even if, even you know, even though you know, it, 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 so for that, the ending was a bit. But as a documentary, it had to be there. You couldn't. It'd be dishonest as a documentary oh, yeah. Yeah. to not show you that. But there's yeah. a stop, some documentary for the, for the choice, for the, just for the simple sort of impact of having him die to not have that. Yeah. Yeah, you can't knock it. Yeah, like you said, yeah. you can't not have it. But yeah. in a you way, it'd be better for the film. If, if, um, yeah, Ruben's but then so, I don't. Ruben is so selfish. It'd been better. If it'd I mean, um, Rolling Rat. It's about you making a drama, then you pick the story that. But it's not a drama, is it? So it'd be more dramatic yeah. if you didn't see um, Roland Rat die. <laughs> We're going to spoil that from now on. And actually, in a, much really more, in a much more horrific way, because obviously he's like thrown from the car and his legs are all the wrong way, and it's just like. That's no, he's, no, that he wasn't survived. Him. That wasn't him. He survived. That one survived, the one with the funny legs. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Switched off. He, he that was bounced on. off the wall. Anyway, but the, yeah, the, them showing you, um, it's it's because it's not dramatic. It's not about making drama. It's about making a. Well, it is about making drama. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they. Way. But I think they did that really well. I thought the the drama of it was there. Yeah, I thought it was incredible for that. Yeah, really well just put together. And for me, it didn't really dissipate the, that much the fact that Roland Ratzenberger had died because it is it is about Senna. It's almost like saying, 
a minor character die in a, in a film is not the same as a hero dying because it is it is a big difference. But I do take your point, but I kind of disagree. But it was a bit like bang bang, <laughs> dead dead. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but I think, I think that's a bit different yeah. because this is real life. It's like actually somebody died, but. Yeah, but you're more heartless than me, they say, no. <laughs> Roman Rat, fuck it, it wasn't called Rat, was it? It was called Senna. <laughs> it, no I one's more heartless than you. No, no one's mentioned for me, which was the most poignant bit of the film, which was where he was in Brazil and he'd just won the Brazilian Grand Prix and it just the, the response that he got and then... Um, the fact that you could barely lift the trophy, but he was still crying. And oh, that was by an absolute incredible. mile the most heart kind yeah. of wrenching bit of the film, if not of any form of thing for years. And, and it, it was, was just incredible. felt really like really directed, and, yeah. and like you, yeah, you yeah. at points I was like, have they got a stand in? Have they got a look alike in there? Like, yeah, Jean Claude Van Damme. Construction, <laughs> but but yeah, it's obviously um, but a really compelling man to watch. Like I don't know, just a really natural way with the camera, and obviously you know he's quite an attractive when he watched. I can see that sparkling in your eye then. Really, you know, just really casual, and, and um, I quite like that about him. That he's been very kind of like, what I do, God's on my side, off we go. That bored so, me a little bit. Yeah, but he's Brazilian, what do you expect? But it, yeah, but at, all, the same, big, long, long. at the same time, though, he never. Still have a racist comment. It wasn't like he was sh- shoving it down people's throats. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's talked about it a lot. He talked does. about it, but it, well, as yeah, a personal thing. We, we wasn't trying to point on the side. <laughs> no. It's part of him. Yeah, but it just bored me a little bit. I'm, I, people are like bore me anyway. People talk about God too much. God, 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 well, God. Yeah, he also did like, a lot oh, of sure. good things, really. So. God didn't do but any favours It is, it is. Unfortunately, I think it might become the bar by which he set all future documentaries against. It's like. Oh, I won't go that far. I don't know. It's pretty recent. I thought it was amazing. Sports documentaries, maybe. I won't even go that far. Yeah. But it, that's it. I don't think it mattered if you weren't. I, mean, I was one of very few women in the audience, and I was on my own as well, which made the boys that did sit next to me a little bit like. <laughs> What the fuck? This yeah. is a bit weird. Oh, I hate Formula One, but I thought it was, I was absolutely riveted by it. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was very engaging. But it is very and very sensitive and, and lovely. I'm just annoyed they brought it out when I was in on holiday. Oh, oh. I don't. I went to. I thought it finished on Tuesday. I think they're showing it again on Friday randomly. Oh, Check cool. it out, Dave. Uh, I won't be able to watch it on Friday, but I'll try and watch it some Try day. anyway. So we, we all um, love Senna then? Yeah. Ooh, go Senna. We all love Senna. Hey! That never happened. Never, never this, is, happened. this is usually just all of us ranting and raving about the latest shit yeah. we've seen. Two out of two. Three out of three. This is an improvement on the last time. Well, we had Hangover to Hangover. We had the worst film. Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, it's Can we move on to shit then? Just to kind of get going then. Green Lantern. Oh, it looks <laughs> awful. <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to watch it. Basically, I had a two hour window. I could have seen that or seen nothing. I probably should have seen nothing. <laughs> just got a book. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, just completely boring, pointless, nothing interesting happens, really bad acting. Do you know anything about the character? I, did, I had no idea you what happened about yeah. the Green Lantern before. I don't know if anyone else does. No. It's about a, um, a guy who's just a normal guy on Earth, and somehow he gets chosen to be one of the intergalactic Yeah, he's an intergalactic Is the fact that you're saying somehow it? means that even the film doesn't really explain why? Yeah. Well, it's, it's just... He it's, gets recruited to some kind of... Because in deep inside, he's got the hero he's, in he's him. He's got... Yeah, he's apparently the most powerful thing, force on Earth, or powerful force in the universe is Will, and the colour of Will is green, and the worst, the opposite of that is fear, and that's yellow. It's a big... 
battle between yellow and green. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, but you can't make green without yellow. <laughs> Maybe that's it. You can't have yellow without fear. You've got to be afraid of things and face your fear and take it anyway. You um, it. it looked, it it's looked really bad. Really bad. bad. It, Ryan yeah. Reynolds, I didn't actually notice the guy who's in Buried, which Buried I really liked, but I couldn't really see him that well because it was all in a little yeah. box and it was quite Did dark. you know it was the same guy? I know it was the same guy. I've never really... You haven't got posters on your wall. He doesn't have. He was in um, Wonderland, wasn't he? And he married Scarlett Johansson for a little while. Okay. So, can't be doing that. And is he really bad? Yeah, it's really bland. I mean, the script doesn't they serve him very well because the script's really poor. But it is kind of the most bland leading man since Shia LaBeouf. So. Is there anything good about it? Did you enjoy any aspect of it, even a minute? Of it? The fact that I saw it in 2D rather than 3D is probably the best thing because it would have been even worse in 3D. And, and you saved yourself a couple of quid. Yeah. yeah. So. Is, it, is it true that his suit is CG? Yeah. yeah. Because he's, have you not seen it? His waist is about two inches wide. Yeah. He's got some kind of, like, I don't know, waspish and curly waist. Everything. Yeah, look as shit as it sounds. Yeah. Can you tell it's in oh, it's CG it's a CG suit in masking? Yeah. Uh, the the, the computer generated all the effects were really bad. So basically, they put Ryan Reynolds in a warehouse with a script and just built the film <laughs> around it. The, they even they went back and spent more money on the effects, didn't they? So oh, it still work. looks bad. I yeah. don't to think what it's it looked really like. Bad, the whole opening sequence set in a you know far away galaxy. It's just like a really bad cutscene from a computer game. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, That's really, what the trailers look like. Really to me. poor. Yeah. Um, can you so, bring yeah. in the down with your shit films? Yeah, sorry about that. I was all positive. And Have you seen anything good? I've only seen those two films, Senna, which is great, and The Green Lantern, which is shit. Of, of late. Bipolar so. film watcher. I don't want to be nothing in the middle. <laughs> How about uh, Monsieur Bolton? I think you've, you've, you've probably seen loads. quite a few. I've seen a few, yeah. Um, I saw X-Men First Class. Yeah, I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a weird one. Is it First Class? No, it's not First hey. Class. It's not even close to being First Class. No. It's the thing is... Is it better than X-Men 3? Although actually, um, I see quite like you know, I actually thought about this. It's a weird one. X Men Three is sort of a trashier, sort of shitter film, but I'll say it's more fun. Yeah. And it is what it is. It, it knows what it is. It's trash. Yeah. X Men First Class is. I mean, because obviously it's the guys. It's obviously Vaughn and Jonathan Ross's wife. I'm sure she doesn't like being called that. Um, Jane Goldman, <laughs> who nice. wrote Stardust. I love Stardust. They did Kick Ass. I really like Kick Ass. Yeah. Mm. But this is so badly written and directed, yeah. it is phenomenal. I mean, I wasn't bored by it. I mean, I watched it, I was entertained. I was. <laughs> I was like, hey, I, I wasn't that bored. Well, some of the action sequences were okay, but it is the script. It is like it was written by a 12 year old X Men fan rather than somebody who has any craft <laughs> to them. Honestly, some I'm of the. I've written a fun film! Yeah. yeah, I mean, some of the ideas are, you know, so it's quite interesting. It's obviously set back in, in, in the 70s, 60s, set in the, in the late 60s during the Cold War. Quite that you know the, the kind of concept's quite interesting. Yeah, that was, yeah. But the exposition, I mean, I fucking hate any film which does this anyway. You know, like um, you know, like sort of prequels or like um, origin stories of films. And then you, you when everyone knows the characters and they've got to name the characters, there's so much of that in this film. Um, I wanted to smash yeah. my face into the person next to me. For me, it was all <laughs> the, for me it was all the scenes the scenes with the new recruit ones. Oh my Where they're in that little room and they're like, oh, oh you could be called. Oh, I don't know. Well, I can't remember any of the names. Yeah. They were shit as well. Oh, oh, they they, were it was so guys. bad. They were discovering all the powers. I know what you can be called. You can be called this. And and then the, then the kind of the main two come into it. Um, you're um, Professor X, and you can be called Magneto. And it's just like for fuck's sake. And Magneto like the... wasn't born Magneto. Disappointed. 
It was. It's just. Sh- and then like the Wolverine cameo was fucking atrocious. It's literally like. I, I chuckled at that bit. Did you? Oh, but it's so forced. It literally. It is, it's like yeah. they're recruiting. They find out where all the mutants are, and they rec- want to recruit mutants. where all these mutants. Want to rec- recruit them, and there's like a shit montage of them recruiting these mutants, and then on the like the one of the last ones is they go up to Wolverine in a bar, and the, they recruit everybody, and they walk up to him, and he just goes fuck off, and then they walk back off, and Which it's like was, it's just like done purely, Wolverine. yeah. Purely for a gag. It's purely yeah. for a laugh. And it it's the cheapest gag. laugh you could fucking imagine. Wound me up. Made me laugh. Really? Um, I've never guessed. Well, I like a cheap gag. I mean, the ending, I actually <laughs> quite liked the sort of the ending with the kind of the, the kind of climax of it where, you know... Yeah. Cut of, <laughs> but, And then again, it, then it resorted to all these yeah. awful naming things. So basically, <laughs> obviously, because um, Professor X Professor is a cripple, Medica. but in this he can walk, he gets shot in the back and it's like fair enough okay you realise that's how he does it and I'm not joking it fades out he says it must be 10-15 times he goes I can't feel my legs 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 it cuts to a shot of him in his wheelchair and then it fades to black as he's going I can't feel my legs on repeat then it cuts to him in a wheelchair and I'm just like for fuck's sake! Is it like when Ants and Ants not mention it again or something? I'm sure it's even worse than that. Oh no, no, but then yeah. she says, Oh, you're a professor oh, now. And then he goes, eh, Next thing you know, I'll go bald. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my lord. Yeah. I'm just like, well, for fuck's sake! What is this? Yeah. It's like, oh. Wow. I must admit, I wasn't a fan. I mean, I didn't out and out hate it, but I just found it, I found it really bland, like they're always saying with um, Green Lantern. I just found it quite bland, and, and this, the points that I made, all the, and it's really blunt. And those those bloody new recruit ones annoyed me so much. I just thought they yeah. were bad. The, act, the acting was poor. I I, I did I, I, I quite liked Magneto and his story. I, I thought he and um, oh, what's his name? I No, no, the Magneto, the actor. Fassbender. Fassbender. I thought he was good. I thought McAvoy was okay. But um, they, when those guys, the bits with those guys were okay. Oh shit! Was beast. Oh yeah. When he turned into oh it my terrible. god. Oh my god, it's terrible. The special effects were fucking disastrous. Even yeah. Raven, it just looked like shit makeup. Yeah. Like it was just so bad, yeah. Really bad. Really bad. It sounds I, I think they rushed the film out a bit cuz I mean it wasn't long after Kick-Ass that it was announced he was directing it, then it was out like that. I think it was a bit of a rush job and it shows it's just a, it's a, it, there's not enough excitement in there. It's very bland, it's very basic. As you say, the idea, I love the idea of it being linked to the Cold War, and there was some things towards the end that were a bit like, okay, that's interesting, but they don't develop it, and it's, yeah. it didn't do it for me. I, there's, I was there's, a, there's a darkness to it with kind of Magneto's character, which yeah. is quite interesting. But I think you think the sort of story of it is exactly the same with Revenge of the Sith, of Star Wars. But this yeah. guy, these two sort of brothers, which is like Obi-Wan Kenobi and um, Anakin Skywalker, yeah. we know one of them's going to turn bad. And then you see him slowly do more and more dark stuff. He even force chokes a woman in it. And I was just like... Yeah. No, that's that's like a really special move. Yeah, it's like a really special. shit version of Star Wars. Yeah. And, <laughs> I'm and saying plus, that saying something. I and plus, I got really confused when the film started and they, they actually used the exact footage from the first X-Men film. It's like, oh, what are they doing? They're just playing the first film again. That was a bit weird. I, although I like the idea, I guess, of patting it in a bit. But it's felt ultra lazy. <laughs> just literally showing us the first film again. But, um, yeah, anyway. Yeah, very uh, disappointed, yeah, very disappointed. disappointed. And just so, honestly, just so childish in the way it was written and got its information out. Very disappointing. Yeah. But, I mean, that sounds like, I actually quite enjoyed, you know, it wasn't as if I was like, ugh, I want, you know. Yeah, I wasn't bored, bored, but I just yeah. found it a bit bland. I wasn't, I wasn't that excited. I wasn't like, like, I don't know. It didn't, yeah, didn't keep me all that engaged. 
And the training montage stuff. Was just <laughs> comic, <laughs> comically bad. Yeah. Comically bad. Cool. Have you seen anything else? I've seen Bridesmaids, which was... <laughs> <laughs> it was surprisingly okay, though. It's, That's it's what got I've been some quite good reviews. Yeah, <clears throat> it's not... It's by no means flawless. Um, what is these days? Yeah, no, it, 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 there are parts of it that I, I was... I was really ta- like I was really going with, and I, th- I thought were quite amusing, and I really enjoyed. And then there were parts of it that were just so farcical; it was just so overblown and over the top, and I just couldn't really buy it. And I think the the, the problem was that actually the t- the two things didn't gel very well. It's like either They're either be a, you know sort of be a you know a character comedy, either be a character comedy that's like kind of quite you know quite amusing and, and uses the characters to make the comedy or <laughs> be a complete farce and slapstick and that's what you do and I, for me the two things didn't work well together um but it's, not bad but not bad no there were you know there was there was a moment at the beginning that i, I was really thinking oh this is going to be good because uh, the, between the two main characters the girl who's getting married and a maid of honor they're having like a conversation in a cafe that's kind of about like cocks, about willies well yeah but it's not it's not. Oh, it's not, it's nothing face. like Sex in the Sea. It's not that kind of. That never it's, happens. It's not that kind of in your face. It's more like just a general chit chat, kind of amusing. Like they're just taking the mick. They're not yeah. saying. You know, it's not like Samantha and Sex in the City telling us like the ins and outs of how she, you know, Yeah, she jacked someone off. It's just, it's just they, they're quite funny about you it. They make that phrase more often. <laughs> but then, like, there were moments in it where it was just. Utterly farcical, like she just she goes way over the top, like they're on an aeroplane and someone gives her like some kind of sedative. And by the way, the stories that she, uh, she sort of the main oh, there's there's so many different bits of the story actually, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, it it's, wasn't it's, it's, I, the trailer makes it look like a hangover where they're going to on a like a not the equivalent of a stag do, bachelorette party to hey Las you. Vegas. Which is what I thought the story was. I was very surprised. No, that they didn't even get to Las Vegas. That's what happens. They get oh, to no. Las Vegas. Exactly. They don't get there. And the story is completely different no, the that, which I thought was quite interesting. The stories, I'd say the main body of the story is about the two main characters, their friendship, and about how this, um, this other character, who I guess is more beautiful, richer, and all the rest of it, trying to steal her best friend away. And her oh, life, the main okay. character, her life is sort of taking a bit of a, a nosedive. Um, but then there's also a bit of a... A story between the main character, who's, who's also the writer director, and um, her her character and, and a, a love interest, who is the guy from the IT crowd. Which one? The, the um, Mark, the black guy. No, no. The Irish guy. Yeah, the Irish guy. Ah, I don't know his name. Um, and he's he's really good in it. His character, like all the comedy from him, is based on his character and hers. I guess very similar to the IT crowd, and he plays a kind of similar character, but not quite as nerdy. So he's playing himself. And he's brilliant it? in it, actually. Um, that's quite a bit random. That's a random bit. Yeah, that, that, it is because he looks kind of the story. He's pretty. Like his is eyes Irish? are very close together. And yeah, he's still Irish. Yeah. People whose eyes are close together can still be loved, darling. Because they're not unmarried. That's the thing. That's what the best thing about the film is like, oh, yeah. the people with their eyes really close together can get girls. Yeah. <laughs> okay, people get laid too, you know. One but, day. Yeah. <clears throat> it's. Um, yeah, mom- moments of ridiculousness, but still worth watch because it's. 
Okay. I think I'd prefer it to the hangover. And I do quite like I do quite like the ending where they're doing their kind of eighties move to the eighties power ballad. I hated that. I bit. think you can relate to that. I hate any fucking film which has a musical sort of encore. They were taking the mix. Yeah, but it was just even the they were really taking the, the trick. Yeah, especially, especially <laughs> that. it was the equivalent to that. All the main characters at the end are dancing to a song. I mean, it's just like <laughs> it wasn't as simple as that. It was, it was not as simple as that. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, I, I like it. I agree, really. I saw, I saw it it's from, as a guy. Um, I thought it was all right. It was a little bit girls. There's a few jokes in there that only girls would find funny, I think. Um, particularly the cock jokes, I suppose. We were just like, eh, what? When you're about all guys who whack cocks in your face, they wait when they do that. I'm like, yeah, what's wrong with that? Um, <laughs> I see no, see no problem here. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, just, just... I wasn't laughing at that. I was just turning around and laughing at Darren at that point. So. <laughs> <laughs> you left me. You were so observational. Um, yeah, I thought it was all right. Yeah, some bits were really shit and some of it was quite funny. It's just average. But it was a lot better than the Hangover films. A lot yeah. better. And and it was average, average, but that's, I think, what surprised me. Yeah, even, even it being that. And, there were mo- and what was annoying, really, was there were moments of great writing in it and great, like, some pretty good, like, character development over. Yeah, I, th- I think it's. I think it's, as a comedy, it's pretty well written. Some of the, some of the when it, when it resorted to dialogue, it's great at dialogue, and that's where I think all the comedy came from. Not all of it actually, but most of the comedy came from the dialogue. When they when they resorted to any set piece, which is we have fucking eight set piece yeah, comedy. Yeah, when yeah. it resorted to any set piece, it, that is when it's like fell apart. Fuck's sake. And just got over the top. Yeah, but there was a couple of good ones. There was, a, there was a couple of good set pieces where she's trying to basically the, the Irish guy who she sort of wants to be with, but fucks him over he's a cop and she's, oh, she's yeah, trying to get his attention because because she fucked him over he's ignoring her and she's trying to get his attention so she keeps driving past and doing loads of things that are illegal to try and get him to arrest her that's actually quite funny that bit's funny as a set piece but then other set pieces aren't funny and then there's there's amusing things with the characters and that dialogue there that maybe not all of that works either so they don't quite gel together for me it's either mm. be one thing or another and there's do that no one thing well yeah yeah I think there is a certain over-the-top Americanism about it, though, that I would probably think it would go, you know, in America, they wouldn't see that as, well. Oh, how over-the-top are you? So it's daily life for them. So I don't think they'd find it as irritating well, grabbing the microphone as we do. Each other, yeah, I think, yeah, I think there's a certain prove their best sort of ob- obnoxious sort of quality that doesn't, without Eng- you know, especially English people, I suppose, just um, we maybe respond to. Um, but yeah, it's all right. I can't say something, I can't remember. Um, yeah, whatever. I think, that's it. I think she's brilliant. Like she's, oh, you know, yeah. the, the kind of, as in that she's meant to be like the one of the next big things. I think she is absolutely brilliant in it. And she wrote mm-hmm. it as well. And I think she is very good. Very different sort of female lead. And yeah, very impressed. Good, cool. Good to know. Except she keeps her bra on when she has sex. Oh, that winds me up. A lot of people doing <laughs> film and telly, it's just one of those things. Darren wants to see boobies, everybody. It, it means you've got no danger of a nipple slip, and if you've got an actress that's just got it written into all of her contracts. It's just fucking ridiculous, because then you're just like... It used to annoy me in Sex in the City, it's like, why is Carrie wearing a bra to sleep in? It's really uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable sleeping in a bra. Yeah. Why would you do it? Why? Why, Lil? Why? I don't, I don't know anyone who sleeps yeah. in a bra. No. I do. Ah, you of course. <laughs> you sleep in a bra, or you know someone who sleeps in a bra. Don't have support for my man boobs. <laughs> um, last <laughs> film then, because um, <laughs> just um, last film I saw a film called Stakeland. Oh, okay. I really want to see it. It looks good. It, Metronome mm-hmm. released it on DVD. Who sent me a lot of films to review? So probably send me it soon. Yeah, was this the one that he was on about, which was one of the? Um... That was a trailer I watched a while ago. I brought it up. But in not life. the Grand Grindhouse. 
No, that was um, no, that's the hobo. hobo with the shotgun. Hobo. Is it vampires or zombies? Or vampires, vampires, but they are yeah. very zombie-like. They are like, zombie-like, zombie-like yeah. yeah. Um, the film, I really liked it. I was really impressed by it, actually. Yeah. Um, it's very... It's not It's not a horror film, which I was quite surprised at, and I really liked that about it. Mm-hmm. Is that it's, although there's elements of it which is quite scary. It's horror you know, enough for me. And, you know, it's, but it's, it holds back. It's not particularly gory. It's not... It's not horrific in any way. Every time you expect it to be horrific and, mm. you know, that lower one is like turn or turn yeah. away and things like that, it never really went there. Okay. Don't go this. You know, it never actually went there. <laughs> and, um, but it's very slow. It is very much like, it reminded me of The Road. Okay. In terms of the pace of it, it's sort of about this sort of father and son yeah. sort of relationship. They're not father and son, but that's the kind of relationship they have. Um, and it's just about them trying to get to... The New Eden, as it's called, yeah. trying to get to get get away from these vampires and be safe, and it's just their journey there. And then along the way, it, um, you know, they get attacked by vampires quite a lot. But it's you know, but I was really impressed by it in, in terms of the kind of writing of it. It never resorted to any sort of cliches you'd expect mm. from a vampire film or a horror film. I was really impressed by that. There were a couple of moments that it did um, in terms, you know, kind of a bit contrived. In terms of the story, where it's like, oh, why, you know, why did you do that? Where it, it sort of started to move towards sort of a textbook sort of genre film, um, but then it pulled pulled away when it, before it got too in, painful. But uh, but other than that, and it being maybe twenty minutes too long, really impressed, common, very slow, common, common really controlled, really confident. I don't, I don't know who the director is. I don't know what, what else he's done, uh, but it was really confident. He was just like, we really went for it. And it was just really still and quite reflective, and was, yeah, I thought it was great, really impressive. Yeah, it did quite well on the festival circuit. Um, I know Justin, who writes a couple of reviews for the for the Blueprint Review, he um, he saw it at the just uh, Dead by Dawn film festival, and he, he quite like quite liked that as well. So yeah, they had an hour at Global film genre uh, fans. It, it went it went down well at the festival. I think it was joint favourite um, of the mm-hmm. festival. They do like a they do a, a poll at the end to pick the. Um, film of the festival and I, I think I might be wrong but I think it was um, and it, w- it won audience choice at um, the Toronto one anyway but it, yeah a lot of people seem to like it yeah some of the makeup's a bit naff yeah well it's creature low budget yeah, yeah and it's like the first vampire you see like really cheap and it's like oh god what are we watching it's got pixel background cool awesome well I'll be checking it out I'm sh- I I might be wrong, but I, I, I imagine a DVD will be coming my way when it's when it's released. I'd like to borrow that. And we'll hopefully try and get a competition, actually, because Metrostone are good for that. So plug for Metrostone there. <laughs> um, cool. So has anyone else seen anything? I don't think that's it. So we're good. Great. Well, we bypassed it last episode. Because, uh, Lindsay, you were missing, weren't you? Someone was missing. I was missing. No, Laura's missing. I was going to say, why didn't you go on a honeymoon? Someone's we, missing. No one else can work the kit, so actually... <laughs> it's been a while. And obviously we've had our break because of, uh, of the honeymoon. Um, but, yeah, we've got our special discussion segment, whatever you want to call it, our theme of the podcast. And uh, our theme, as we mentioned uh, probably about a month ago, is uh, sort of a hall of shame. It's films that you should have watched, sort of classic films that you should have watched, but haven't, and basically we've all gone away and tried to watch something that we haven't seen that we probably should have seen. Except Lindsay. Yeah, Except but Lindsay. I watched Apocalypse Now like two weeks before, we're all good. Yeah, I we talked about that before. I, we already chatted about I that. I was the inspiration yeah. I mean, yeah, get, for yeah. this podcast. We, we lent you Raging Bull in, why didn't you watch to, it? You lent to me yesterday, yeah, <laughs> and I was, I was watching Senna instead. To be fair, it's partly my fault. I, I said I'd lend, I'd lend Lindsay the Raging Bull a while my ago, fault. but I didn't. But um, Cool, I, I can kick things off. I actually watched... Uh, 
Battleship Potemkin, widely considered one of the greatest films ever made. Never even heard of it. And I, oh, madness. It's uh, <laughs> it's if you've not heard of it, then it's yeah, a, it's a silent film, Russian silent film, um, Eisenstein, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and watching it now, years after it was made, it still impressed the hell out of me. To be honest. It's famous for its editing. Eisenstein is famous for creating montage. Eisenstein's famous for editing. <laughs> Eisenstein, for, for sort of, well, maybe not necessarily sense. creating montage, but um, making it work uh, in the early days sort of thing. And, and being an editor myself, I can see that. I mean, the editing in it is astonishing. It's just, it, it's, it, it's, it's bizarre. It's been a while since I've seen it. Actually, I saw it well before my honeymoon. So I'm trying to, trying to remember what I was going to say about it. But it's powerful stuff. It's all about revolution in Russia, and it's all about bringing the people. Obviously, it's it's politics are pretty blunt, um, but it does it so well. By the end, you're rooting for them for the revolution. Tangible comics. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you're wanting the revolution. You're you you're there with the people because it's just it just drives along through the through these sort of uh, incredible montage sequences, and it's. Uh, it's, it's 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 brilliant. It's uh, yeah, it's powerful stuff. I, I I would say more, but I've totally forgotten what I was going to say about it. I had loads of things planned, and then I've suddenly Japan with the old uh, pram on the on the steps falling down. Yeah, the, the it's, it's yeah, it's most famous. Is that from there? Yeah, it's oh, most okay. famous for the Odessa step sequence where um, all the troops come down these massive steps to sort of quell the rebellion, and uh, and this pram sort of falls down the stairs, and it intercuts this pram falling down the stairs with. With all this violence and stuff happening, and it's it, that scene, yeah, it, 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 is, um, it, it is incredible. Um, but you should watch the whole film. Really, there's so much more to it. There's 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 loads more impressive <laughs> montages. I don't want to just have. Is it, it just a collection of montages? I mean, because it's a silent film moment. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's uh, yeah, it's 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 it, it, it was it was um, it was great. There's a season of Eisenstein in Russian films on at the BFI, oh, Belfast, so it's quite appropriate for that. And my film as well is also kind of on as part of the season there. Um, cool. Last year at Marienbad, mm-hmm. the Alan Rene film. Never heard of that one either. That's shocking. Um, yes, I've heard of it, but not seen it. Yes, yeah, really, really, really great film you should see. Um, I don't know whether Darren especially would, would like it. It's kind of a great film of non-narrative. Yeah. There isn't really um, kind of a driving force throughout it. And the characters, many of the characters are nameless. The kind of the, the building where it's set is, the, is a great character within the film. But it's more about kind of the mood that it creates. The cinematography, the black and white cinematography is great. Um, and yeah, it's kind of a, not a film about anything as such. It's kind of a film where not a lot happens. <laughs> But it happens brilliantly. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be quite odd, isn't it? Just like it's serious. It, it, kind of, it like... creates the, creates a mood, and it's 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 hard to to kind of nail down why it is so great and why it works. It really shouldn't work, it but it does. Yeah. And it's kind of brilliant, and it's the the way it's put together, um, it just works inexplicably um, in the in the way it creates the mood and the. Um, the writers on uh, Row Three, who I contribute to occasionally, they um, they're always telling me to watch that. There's a few a few of the writers in there are massive fans of that film. They're always always get banging on about it. So yeah, you should check that one out. Darren, what did you see? Darren, I saw Three Colours Blue. I, I have that. heard of it. I've never seen it, but I have. See, heard I actually plan to watch the whole trilogy. As in, cause I've not seen those. I've not seen any of them. Oh. 
Um, that is my But favorite. I did run out of time. But I, what I watched, obviously, the first one, started at the beginning. And I watched that. And yeah, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was absolutely amazing. Just to counteract what Damien thinks of me when I said I don't like narrative. I wouldn't really say that film was much of a narrative. No. Um, but, um, but I thought it was really... But just really powerful. Mm. I think a lot of it was down to Benoche, in all honesty. I think she is just absolutely incredible in that film. Um, it's not just that film. No, she's incredible. But in that film in yeah. particular, it's just kind of unbelievable, really. Um, but yeah, I was really, really taken by the film. Um, even just the kind of, you know, the kind of melodrama of it with the, mm. the, the kind of music that keeps coming in and it fades to yeah. black and then fades back and it's just... The music's, use of music in that film is gorgeous. Yeah. I love that. Mm. That's my favourite, the trilogy by... Although I've not seen Red for a long time, but everyone kind of says Red is the Red is the best. Yeah, yeah. Really? I kind of got absolutely. a top for White, but no one white, likes oh. White. I didn't get into White. I, didn't I just love mm. Dewey Delsby. That's why I like White. <laughs> I just—it's <laughs> it's almost, it's almost more of a comedy White. He likes the older woman. Yeah, I, I when we was in the tw- early twenties, it was a forty-year-old scorcher, but now it's the sixty-year-old scorcher. My mum's single. <laughs> and she likes younger men. Yeah, she does. She's yeah. 63. She's had that life in her yet. The, um, I'll hook you up. It's been a few years since I've seen cool. Blue, but um, I can always remember the, the car crash at the beginning yeah, of the end. Yeah, the, the way it's handled, it's it's very subtle. You, you don't you don't actually see it, do you? It's more just a sound. Yeah, you, just isn't hear, it? Well, you watch the kid on the um, side of the road. Yeah, I, I love that film. I love that film. Mm. It's actually my my wife's favourite films. Are really, the the whole, well, the whole trilogy. I think I think unless it's red. <laughs> is it not a yeah, finished film? You know, no. <laughs> no, it's not a finished film that she loves no. it, so it must be good. I really like the way in it, the, you talking about the car crash, and I think it does it a few times with with, with things like that. It kind of builds it up, and you're not entirely sure when it's going to happen. Like You know that the car crash is going to happen, but it doesn't kind of happen when you think it's going to happen. Well, like you say that. that. I had no idea it was going to be a car crash. Oh, really? I thought Maybe it happened it's early on. I probably just before. ruined the film. Maybe that's what it is then. Maybe that's sort of... Like, yeah, you just yeah. can't, don't quite know what's going to happen next. Yeah, yeah, but everything's just sort of so slight. Yeah. All the moments, it's all these little vignettes that happen yeah. to yeah. her. That bit, and that's what. Yeah. It, that's what's quite nice about. It. I mean, it's like o- Ozu's films, like Tokyo Story and stuff like that. I mean, barely anything happens in Tokyo Story, but it's so beautiful and so poignant. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just similar. But it's not, you know, this. it's not just that sort of like that kind of beauty. That there's, there's not really anything behind it. There's mm. so much depth there, and well, again, Benosh. Creates that, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's what's the, the what thing. What she's is that doing is you're reading her character. Yeah. yeah. So it's quite similar to what's watching you. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
But off the back of watching Charlie Chaplin, we ended up watching it's like 80s ice statistics. game videos. So I don't know how we got there. <laughs> but yeah, really, that kid's meant, but they kind of mean to him. That's the thing I like. That's what I liked about it. They just drag him around. They don't back down from him at all. But yeah, really loved it. But it's because, you know, people falling over and running around in circles. Right, exactly. It's awesome. Yeah. Laura? Uh, I watched Citizen Kane. Oh, ah. wow. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. I've just bought Kane Citizen Kane. <laughs> um... Mm. She wasn't impressed with uh, no, no, it's a difficult one. I know I need to watch it again. That I can I say that first of all. And also, um I could see I you know, obviously I can see it's a masterpiece uh, and I, I can appreciate all all of the different moments in it that made it what it was and made it a massive breakthrough film. I can see all of that. Um but I was just a bit bored. But to that's be honest. it, the mostly potential. And so I'm not denying that it was an incredible film. I could sit, and there were moments that really engaged mm. me. But mostly, I, I just was feeling very sort of, you know, I was a bit tired anyway. But I just thought, oh, it's a bit dull. Um, There's not enough cock conversations. <laughs> apparently <laughs> not. No, 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 no. Not enough of Orson Welles' cock, unfortunately for me. So um, no. But the opening sequence, though, I was really excited by. It's a little bit like um, my um, experience with a serious man, in that the opening sequence is incredible. And uh, I thought, oh, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be amazing. Oh, it's going to be, you know, all kind of dark and fairy tale-ish. And, and it just wasn't. And that, and that is not a good place to leave me. If you setting up for a darky fairy tale-ish, <laughs> don't then disappoint me and not give me a dark fairy tale. So it's okay. What um, the, the, the opening sequence is all dark and it's like kind of, it looks like a little yeah, bit it's like weird. a witch's it house. It's it's it yeah. shoots through the snow globe and you've got the snow yeah. and stuff. It's a bit more like... And you find out yeah. that the... Uh, Bobo is the bear. <laughs> <laughs> Simpsons reference. You know, the only but, um, thing I remember from that film is the giant fireplace. The fireplace is amazing. He stands at one point, all I remember from that film is he stands next to a fireplace that is oh, taller than yeah, he is. Yeah. And it's like the width of, oh, I don't know. I, I really America. took note of the fireplace. And the, Just for me. Memory. But I can't remember yeah. anything else. But, um, oh. No, and then after the opening sequence, there's just a very, very long sort of, I don't even know what you call it, like a reel of the news, the, the, the classic news 1940s new, news, yeah, newspaper yeah, after newspaper, narration, newspaper, spinning, spinning. Just spinning, loads of it. And I think that's where I kind of switched off a bit. I was like, oh, really? And, um, but then, obviously, there were, were more amazing bits. Lots of use of mirrors. Yeah. Like, um, you think he's somewhere and he's not like, oh, he's in a mirror, that kind of thing. Oh, what's the lady from Shanghai? He's got a big finale in the Hall of Mirrors, haven't you? Cool. I've yeah. not seen the whole film, but in uni we watched the final scene for that. That's more awesome wells and mirrors but, used um, to great effect. I, I, what, what I do want to say, what, the one thing that I did really like about it was um, the, the scenes where there's a, there's a number of people and they're all, having, they're all having conversations and they're kind of talking over each other. Um, and there might be two different conversations going on at the same time. And... It, I, I, what I think is it's probably very, very carefully constructed, but looks very natural. Mm. But like in terms of yeah, in, in the way that they have, and I think a lot of films, TV shows, whatever, still don't do that now. And I mm. think that that is pretty incredible. Mm. I think there's loads of things that that film yeah. does oh, that yeah. did then that yeah. people still struggle to do now. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I think I it's like so when, fucking when incredible. When somebody's like yeah. supposed to talk over the end of somebody else's line and they just stop talking. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit of a basic interpretation thing. It is a funny one for me in that way, in that I can see all these things that made it incredible, but unfortunately there was just something about it, it that I just was sort of a bit... Come the on, hype come on. Help as, well. come yeah. on. as in the greatest yeah. girl yeah. of all. Well, you know, I still think it reaches it, personally. 
Yeah, I but know. I might find it. it I might find it. I watch say, it again. For, feel for me, I, I watched it first when I was a teenager. I don't know, like thirteen or fourteen, because I'd heard it was the greatest film of all time. And I thought, oh yeah, it's all right. But I wasn't that impressed. But watching it again later, I, I do think a second watch um, yeah. does help a lot. You don't have that expectation. Yeah. Although at the same time, my second watch was after I'd studied film and stuff. So I guess maybe I appreciate it more that way. But as you said, you appreciated it, but you didn't enjoy it. But so maybe, maybe not. But um, yeah, yeah mine's no, exactly the same yeah. as you. I watched it as a yeah. teenager, and I was bored greatly by it. And then when I watched it a little bit later, yeah. I was like, "No, but actually, this is yeah. fucking incredible." Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> well, yeah. well, maybe it's one of those things. Like, I think, or maybe you just find it boring. Nothing yeah. like that. I think it's trailed by lots of people. I do think one of the greatest comedies. I think the greatest thing about it is the sort of technique of it all. Yeah. In terms of the filmmaking, in terms of the writing, for me, it's the writing that really sets it apart and really set a standard. I think that. I mean, for me, that is what makes it so fucking incredible. I don't. I'm not. I don't find it dull, but it is ultimately just a. You know, it is. It's not like a, a, a fucking incredible story. It's about you know, kind of somebody's life. I think it. You know, the idea, the, the concept of the, you know, of Rosebud, is brilliant. Mm. Um, but ultimately, it is the. If you can of, get away with not knowing what Rosebud is before you watch it, I think that's that would be a good idea. Really. I still don't. I, I, I know know you don't think that. Will. The journey. You yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Only mildly, only mildly, yeah, yeah, but it did yeah. ruin it for me. Yeah, because in a way, the, the, the whole thing's almost the MacGuffin, isn't it? Like, because yeah. it's it hinges not, on what is Rosebud, that's what the story it, is. It hinges on what is Rosebud. The film, in its entirety, entirety, sort of hinges on you being dragged along by what is Rosebud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 True. Yeah. And, and then the realisation of what that represents at the end. No, it's not just a realisation, it's a beautiful realisation. Yeah, but it wasn't for me because I already knew. <laughs> you already knew. Yeah. your silly but t-shirt. That even more than that, <laughs> my t-shirt gives away all the endings, but even more than that, I think even when you know it, what Rosewood represents is amazing. It's still so beautiful in terms of who he is and the monster. Yeah. But, the but very monster early on, very early on, you realise what that film's trying to do because you know what Rose, because you already know what Rosewood is. Yeah. And I think it'd be very nice to have had that realization at the end. Maybe, and I'm trying to but, say a lot without giving away, <laughs> without giving away what Rosebud is. <laughs> wow! So this time we watched awesome. films so, we were supposed to have seen. What are we doing next time, Dave? Well, next time uh, we just today actually came up with the idea of it's a sort of almost like a mirror, a bit of a not quite a mirror image, but almost like a bit of a mirror of, of this. Is instead we are we are talking about shit films that we love, but probably shouldn't so um deepest darkest film secrets and i have to have a bit of a think there's probably quite a few shit films that i love that i shouldn't i'll try and not choose some random martial arts movie <laughs> but i desperately want to choose um, something that we know dave i mean that's the yeah. thing yeah to do something that people yeah. know like my best friend's demo uh, hopefully two weeks two weeks yeah yeah hopefully i'll awesome. so we'll that you so basically a shit film which you You've kind of known it's a shit. You're a little beautiful bit of shame to like it. But everything else you want. I've got one I saw recently that I'm tempted with. It's got a pop in it. Yeah, if it's got a pop in it. I'm not sure if it's considered shit, but it's not considered a. That is a classic. How about just a trashy action film that not necessarily is hated, but is just a bit of a trashy action film that I just think is awesome? Like Independence Day. Score, I love that film. Good, I'm intrigued now, Dave. You're going to give us a taste. I don't want to give a taste because. It'll ruin the fun next time. Okay. No. Well, then I'll have a think. There's, there's loads I can think about. You've got 60 seconds to give us all the news. It, it will be a trashy action film. Though. Of course it will. Um, cool. Go. Right, well, okay, moving on. Uh, coming out during the next 
two weeks in the next fortnight. Harry Potter's out soon, isn't it? Transformers is out. That's not out yet. But Transformers. <laughs> preview today. Transformers is out today or preview today or whatever. So yeah, yeah, maybe might be good. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> On Friday, uh, we've got Larry Crown, which looks a bit cheesy, and it Tom Hanks. So oh, cheesy. that's the te- yeah. the one where he pulls his teeth. Yeah, Tom it's Hanks really bad. Directorials, not they do his second film. Fuck, have you <laughs> seen that rip of Vice Versa? No. Oh, with the parents and the, the yeah. Um, Ryan Reynolds. Is that a separate? from me, does that look bad? It's um. Oh no, I saw the poster for it in the cinema last night. Change up. That's oh, it. Okay, nice. It looks bad. Cool. Babe. But also, we've got the conspirator out. No, but Jason stayed for a minute. It sounds like it should. Sounds like it should. Isn't that Robert Redford? I'm not sure, to be honest. I'm really bad. I should research these. No, Dave, Um, anybody can read. A separation is out. I think a conspirator is Robert Redford, isn't it? New film. Dave, just go through the list. Don't admit you're Delhi Belly. Um, As if I'm not there. Uh, As if. Fast romance. This sounds good. Gangster Kittens. Oh. <laughs> it says the complete version, so I'm guessing it's been edited. Yeah, it must be. It probably might be a DVD version. That's why they probably. actually like actually shoot each other, yeah. and you see them buying massive amounts of drugs. Uh, oh, hang on a minute! Like, this is the best one ever. <laughs> right, listen to this, right? Film. There's, there's two aspects to this story. The film is called Beetle Queen Conquers Tokyo. Yeah. Sounds like a Godzilla film. Sounds like a great, sort of trashy Godzilla film. It's a documentary. <laughs> so there's something that we didn't know. So there's something about cars or. Or it's about as um, tightly accurate, that's right, tightly, as um, fucking that reindeer film Dave went to see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, Red Hat. Is that another. It says UK premiere, so I think that might be a DVD release. Is that another Alice in Wonderland one? I'm not sure if you're Not Alice in Wonderland, uh, Red Riding Hood. Oh, these are DVD ones, ignore that. Oh, oh no, we do have the London pre- It just says the London premiere of Harry Potter, so I don't know if it's Well, Harry, po- Harry Potter will premiere oh. first in London, it usually okay. does, because it's, it's a British film. That's the 7th of July. Um, and it's on general release yeah. on the 15th. Not that I know I don't that. know, to be honest. Uh, but then the following it day, um, on the 8th... finish what you started. On the 8th of it July, the next day, in. Tree of Life is out, which I'm, I mean, Damo very excited about. I think it's worth a watch. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Sean Penn. And uh, then Amazing. Trust... Not in everything. Trust is out. Super. Not Super 8, but Super. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've heard that. Yeah, 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 I've heard super. that. It's basically quite good. It's like Kick-Ass, that, isn't it? Yeah, a bit like Kick-Ass, but it sounds quite good. Uh, one for the Money. Uh, Holy Rollers. I've heard bits of piece about that, but I'm not sure. I mean, it's just some title. It's 2010. It's taken a while to come out. Holy Rollers, that's like silly comedy with the nuns in it. Awesome. Yeah. The Princess of Montpensier. I don't do French. Montpensier. Yeah, I've heard of that. I've heard of it, but I'm, I don't know much about it. Uh, murder 2. I can't remember Murder 1. But... <laughs> uh, Maybe Murder 1 he got away with. Grown. Film Socialism, or whatever. The um, Goddard. Goddard film, which sounds... Shit. Doesn't sound like my Why sort of thing. Why is the trophy always a big Goddard fan. No. Oh, is that out already? Yeah. Uh, Huge is out, which... Uh, if you've been watching Bridesmaids, is blatantly just about cock. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, as we discussed earlier, last year Marion Bad is going to be shown. Um, at, where was it again? At Beer Party. Oh, cool. Already been in um, And Devil's Rock is out, which. Uh, Devil's Rock, which I've actually been sent to review, so expect to review in a couple of weeks. Does it um, have the rock in it? No, no. It's, it's, it's a bit of a Nazi Does horror it have the film. Devil in it? I don't know. It's, it's about the. It's I think it's about Nazi Satism. It's sat- got Nazis sat- in it. It's got to be a Satanist. Oh, it's Nazi Satanist. And to be fair, I first got sent the DVD, and no offence to Metrodome, who we've praised already in the show, it looked like it was going to be a 
a trashy, rubbish sort of straight to DVD horror movie. But I've actually since um, heard that it's actually basically quite good. It's been shown at a few, um, uh, quite a few prestigious sort of genre festivals and things like that. So, so who knows? Well, you, I'll have a review out in the next couple of weeks, and uh, hopefully it'll be it'll be worth a watch. Um, we've also got Sawako decides if that's how you pronounce it. Um, Night is day the movie. Um, which is just shown in Glasgow, so it's probably a festival showing. And we've got a documentary called Breath Made Visible, Anna Halperin. So, yeah, have a look out for those. Uh, okay, and just before we leave, I guess site news. Uh, we've got a new competition that uh, has just been posted today. Uh, it's for, there are three copies up for grabs of Assassin Rising. Uh, <laughs> clearly, I'm in charge of the competitions because it's a Taiwanese uh, martial arts movie. <laughs> um, yeah, I've not seen it yet, but again, I've been sent that to review, so expect to review in the next uh, week or two. Um, yeah, so it looks, it's some what sort of time-travelling action movie. To win, as as in the past, we've got uh, an image on the site, and we want you guys to come up with a witty caption to go with the image, and we will pick out the best three captions. Have you got one already? No. no, no I win the last one. Yeah, so we... Yeah, for my caption. <laughs> no. But... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, uh, it's not rigged. <laughs> I, I will say now, Blueprint Review com- contributors are not allowed to uh, to uh, go rule? into it. That's it. Yeah, that's, 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 that's always been, been the rule. That has always been the rule. But to be fair, uh, the last time we did the competition, when you won, um, the podcast hadn't started, so we'll let you off. Yeah, uh, wasn't next time, time we're chopping your hands but, off. But I'm I'm obviously I not allowed to. Blueprint. I'm not allowed to oh, enter and just you make will. myself a win on purpose. <laughs> but I wouldn't need to because I get sent these films to review anyway, so I've got it. Um, but yeah, so cool. So get on the site. Get Are we voting. still talking? What's tell, going on here? Tell all your friends to visit and <laughs> just fade yeah. Dave out. It's like the end of X Men. Maybe we should end it with goodbye and then just Darren, if you just want to get us out with him, I can't feel my legs mm. for twelve minutes. But yeah, cool. So get on the site. Uh, put your captions on there. It's uh, uh, it's always fun to see them, and you can win a copy of Assassin Rising. Cool. Is that your thing? Yeah. Till next time. Yeah, till next time. See you later. Bye. Bye.